heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? It's still divine belief. The racing gods have finally answered the call. The crowd's gone wild. Ollie's won it on divine belief. Old Chisel on the outside reaches the lead. Brooklyn Pier gets through. Magnificent Andy is coming. Bar start. Magnificent Andy. Upper limits. Ollie's done it again. Magnificent Andy with Magnificent Ollie. It's ripcord. Ripcord. And now Munamek. Munamek has got there. Oliver's got the run. Racing gods have spoken. It's gold, gold, gold at Ascot. Ollie goes out a winner in the gold rush. Second and third, ripcord comfort me. Well, I couldn't think of a better way to finish it. Um, you're right, it was death or glory at the top of the straight, but I, I knew this horse, I had a bit of confidence in this horse. He can take the gaps when they come. And um, Nick Ryan did a great job with him. I just had to point him in the right direction. When the gaps came, he, he worked his way through them well. And... Um, it was a great win, but an unbelievable feeling. and I couldn't think of a better way to finish it off. Oh, a bit of relief, I suppose. Yeah, it was, attention is not my, really my, my area. Um, but um, I understand it's, it's been overwhelming. But, um, you know, the crowd here at, at Ascot today, you know, what a wonderful reception. It's just, you know, a, I think it's the biggest crowd I've seen here. And, um, you know, just the, the applause and the roar I got. Oh, mate, I'm speechless. What a ballsy ride. He's just the greatest. Um, could you have scripted it? I, I don't think so. Oh, mate, I was sort of... I was having um, flashbacks to Derby Day when he when he was held up, and, mate, they talk about racing gods. He is a god. Oh, how beautifully summed up from everyone. Uh, and to listen to the crowd in the background, Darren McCauley's calls, not just to Munamek, but the way he built throughout the afternoon with Ollie's wins was simply sensational and I, I love the way Ollie summed it up it's death or glory coming to the home turn and then uh, for Nick Ryan uh, to come up with a couple of pearlers post race with that emotion absolutely sensational as well and we've got the man of the moment, Nick Ryan uh, who joins us, he said after the race it's not a group one but it feels like it the biggest moment without doubt in Nick's career from a, a prize money point of view but also an emotional point of view as well. Nick, how are you? How have you pulled up from such an emotional and draining weekend? Yeah, morning, boys. Um, yeah, look, um, I'm still pinching myself. It's um, what an unbelievable day. It's, it's um, one of the greatest feelings I've ever had in my life and something that I'll remember forever. It's almost like getting being the best supporting actor in the greatest film of all time, isn't it? You're, you're Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, in this case. Uh, is that the way you felt that it was all about Ollie, but you, it was such a huge thing that you were a central figure in the biggest racing story in West Australian history? Yeah, look, it's, it's still, uh, honestly, still sinking in. Um, it's just, um, it's a real privilege just to be a part of something that I guess is going to be one of the greatest sporting moments or go down as one of the greatest sporting moments that we've seen. Morning, Nick. As a trainer who's also been a jockey, I think what was really palpable post-race and, and having a, a beer with you later on was the, the huge respect that you have personally for, for Ollie. Tell, tell us a little bit about you know, your relationship with him when you were riding and then how that's transitioned as a trainer? 
Yeah, look, I, I think um, yeah, it's so special, you know, riding. I started riding at 15 and um, Damien was number one. Well, he's always been number one um, as, as a, I can remember. But to ride alongside him and, and to look up to him as an idol and then, you know, the past 18 months, he, he had it. There was a little phase there when he'd he done a, a fair bit of riding for me and rode some winners. But for him to have his last ride in, in such a, a big, big prize money race and a race named in his honour, um, and just the way he's done it and the way things have panned out, um, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, how do you actually win a race named in your honour? That's too much <laughs> pressure, surely. Yeah. Hey, um,. Nick Shark was telling us that later in the evening uh, when he was having a bit of a chat to Ollie, he quite clinically went through the way the race unfolded and how even though it was the Damien Oliver race, he was able to just sort of treat it as a problem to be solved and uh, I've got to follow them, I've got to, I've got to you know, go left instead of right and the gap's always going to appear. And I think you were part of that conversation and everyone's a bit surprised that even for his last ride and it tells you about why he was such a great jockey is his ability to be clinical when it counted absolutely i think you know i, I quote myself after the race it was, it was one of the balls he's right i've seen but chatting with him later on that night he, he you know he looked up the horse actually munamek jumped well he hadn't been jumping well but he jumped well but damien said he looked up and there was although they weren't going that quick there was a line of seven or eight of them across the track so he just took his medicine and went back he, he had no choice and to ride for luck and you know his last ever ride in the race you know it just goes to show that he really does have ice in his in his veins and um to produce something like that um he's going out on top isn't he hey you made a transition from i don't know i'll harp on this subject a bit but i'm just sort of fascinated by it the what he has to work through now to um for the next phase of his life to deal with the fact that there's not the the the, the adrenaline rush and the and the adulation and all that sort of stuff you you've been through it probably not to the same scale but it's uh you know him quite well it's going to be it's going to be an interesting period now that he the dust settles and and there isn't another ride there's no other ride yeah um yeah it's uh I suppose a little bit different from mine and his, but his has been built up. But certainly, I'm sure, um, in the months to come, he'll be sitting there on a Saturday and he, he, no doubt he's going to miss it and, and miss the rush and the, the adrenaline. But, geez, I think there's no better way to go out the way he did yesterday, uh, Saturday. No, there's not. Everyone says you want to go out when you're on top, but then there's the other side that says, geez, I'm still riding so well. Oh, oh you, you want to keep racing this. Zaki too, so <laughs> just leave, let's leave it off. <laughs> uh, hey, tell us, did you feel the pressure uh, leading into Saturday yourself, Nick, because there had been such a build-up? Well, a little bit, um, I think more so when I got into Perth and sort of went to the tracks that day morning and then arriving on course, um, you know, we got there a bit early. We were upstairs in the room and watching him ride all day and, um, you know, all his family and, and Paddy's mother was there and the kids and um, the, the build-up. I think there was a cameraman filming, filming Trish every race, wait, waiting for him to ride a winner and then, boom, he wins the third last. Then the second last, then settling up Munamek, I sort of said to Aaron, I said, I think I think this might happen, you know. It's, and anyway, it actually did. It was just unbelievable build-up and, um, you know, you just couldn't have pictured it, really. 
For you as a, a as a trainer making your way, we know you've been doing really well in recent times, but it's not a group one, as we said, but does a win like this actually help put you on the map and, and go to the next level as well? Well, I hope so, Michael, but it, it certainly does feel feel that way. You know, it's a, albeit it's a big prize money race, it's only group three weight for age, but... Um, you know, the, the phone calls and the messages I've got and the accolades, it's, it's been certainly overwhelming. But, um, you know, I've even spoken to some people and, you know, I'm, I'll hopefully do win a group one not too far away. But I think that day, that the feeling I had, it's, it's going to be very hard to top. How many of the 700 missed calls have you gotten back to? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, um, I jumped into bed last night to to do the work list for this morning and, and started replying to some messages and um, actually fell asleep and I didn't even get to the work list. I had to do it this morning. So, um, I'm, I'm 600 and evens. Just make them all do 600 and evens. <laughs> not on a Monday morning. Uh, maybe that's tie up. <laughs> hey, and how did the boy pull up? Uh, not you, uh, not Ollie, but Muramek. But he pulled up enormous. He, he actually was taking the rug off him in the mounting yard and I... We were standing there, and he was um, he brought his butt, and I actually couldn't believe how well he pulled up. It just goes to show Aaron Mitchell has done an absolutely fantastic job, and I've got to thank him. And um, you know, he he went over there a month. He's been over there with a month for him. And um, <coughs> when I got there Saturday morning, I was actually. You know, I was very confident the horse was going to run well, but uh, done a super job. So he's, he's had three runs in. He flies out of Perth on um, Tuesday night, so he'll arrive back to Flemington Wednesday morning. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there. I'm not sure what we'll do. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll speak to Hutch and, and go from there. Uh if we're done with that one, I've just got to give a little special um, shout-out to some other part owners of a different horse, Nick, who uh, went around in the second at Bendigo yesterday. The Sal Chow owners are uh, not quite as over the moon as the, the Ollie sort of crew at the moment, but uh, uh, you've got some very happy owners with it at the other end of the spectrum after a nice debut. Yeah, terrific debut. I was, um, I was very happy with that. He's, uh, he's still green and still got a lot to learn, but he's fights of Archie and he's... Um, He's going to get a lot better as he gets out further. But, um, yeah, that's you know, sometimes they go the races a bit new. But, um, yeah, it's um, plenty of things in store for him for sure. Well, mate, um, enjoy coming back down to earth. It'll be hard to come off that high and then uh, get back and start doing the work on a Monday. But uh, you've got a lot to look forward to with Mutamek moving forward. Have you got anything in the back of your mind as to what the next targets could be? Could you throw the All-Star Mile or throw mm. the stumps? Well, I'm not sure. Look, we did try to get him in that race last year and um, he sort of just missed out. Then we went to Queensland trying to sneak him into a Stradbroke and we looked out there. So... Um, I guess, you know, we'd like to get him into a handicap down in the weights. Now the sort of ratings getting up there, we might have some more options. But I really think he's, he's certainly best. He's a fresh horse. He needs to be ridden how Damien rode him sat there as far as finding his feet and back. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, I think we'll open some doors now. We've got his rating up and um, we'll have some more options. Got to find another jockey now too. Yeah, I know. I know. It's going to be uh, going to be hard to replace that one. Uh, well done, Nick. Uh, you uh, played such a brilliant role in what is a day most people will never forget. Enjoy it. Thanks, boys. Cheers.